Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour three of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Mike the Big Zamboni. Honk, honk. (laughs) I love the honk, honk. All right, we're doing this. We've got a caller on the line already. Here's who we would like to hear from. It's Who's Listening. We do this on Fridays at 11 a.m. We are looking for airline industry workers, and we're splitting this into two parts. Today, it is if you are in the sky for your job. So flight attendants, pilots, any U.S. Marshals out there that could mm. call? You could be anonymous, yeah, um, but yeah. that would be that'd be fun to hear from you. And then next week we're gonna do like gate agents, people who work in baggage. You know, there are people who see like the guts of where your bags go right after they right. send them through. That's yeah. a fascinating world inside of the airport, right? Oh, so we we'll talk to tour. ground people later. Or okay. do we do it all now? I don't know. Just if you feel like calling, call. Okay. Honest to God, we don't care what you do we for a living. Care. We're just trying to burn a segment. Here we go. 651-641-1071. <laughs> Gail yes. is on the line. Gail is a retired flight attendant. Hi, Gail. Hi. You can ask me anything and I can answer it. <laughs> oh, well, let's Gail, call what this is, segment Ask Gail. Ask Gail anything. A-G-A. Um, ask Gail the flight attendant. Yep. Ask Gail the flight attendant. I thought I've seen it all, but then sometimes I haven't. So... Did you hear that story, Gail, about, you know, the people who have uh, relieved themselves on the plane and the plane had it was already two hours in and had to turn around and go back? Um, I've I've literally had that story. The guy that weighed 540 pounds. I think I told you guys this story. He couldn't get in the bathroom. So he had to come in the galley. No, I felt really bad for him. And he came in the galley in the back and uh, peed all over the galley wall. Oh, all my. over everything. Because he, he really was a big guy. We gave him, like, garbage bags and stuff. And um, so we had to call when we landed in Minneapolis. They're like, what? Yeah, wow. you got to clean this up. Wait, so you gave him garbage? So, so, oh, my gosh. So this guy says, I'm having trouble. Look. I weigh 210 pounds. I have trouble getting into this, the, these bathrooms. So I get it. It was like he had three seats that he had ordered. Okay. So, bought. all right. So and he was a triple seat situation. He goes to get in the bathroom. Can't. You guys give him garbage bags. He's desperate. He's got to go. It's an emergency yeah. at this point. He they misses. Does he miss the garbage bags, Gail, and, and graffiti the wall instead? Well, we, we shut the curtain because we didn't, you know, we wanted to give him some yeah. privacy. And he wanted to just. He peed all over the galley door, peed all over our liquor cart, peed all over everything. And the poor guy, he just, he started crying. Oh. he was so sorry. Oh, oh my gosh. This is breaking my heart. Gail, what the hell? You're I asked. I started right it. Sorry. Years is probably one of my saddest but most interesting trips. And then he wanted his luggage. He was going to St. Louis, but he had already sent it all. 
to St. Louis, so you couldn't get your stuff in Minneapolis. So we gave him a bunch of airline blankets to walk out with. I have gosh. never felt, I always oh, wonder what happened to that guy. Oh, and, oh my gosh, this is hurting my oh, heart to sorry. hear this story. True story. And, and we're um, out of time. <laughs> and we're out of time. <laughs> uh, Gail, I was just going to say, what's the most annoying thing that people ask for? That you're like, okay, guys, come on. Um, well, it used to be a whole can of pop. And now we don't, no one cares. You just give them a whole can of oh, pop. Oh, yeah. I used to be the whole can of pop person. Because you know how I felt, Gail? I felt like, listen, I've paid $350 for this experience. Yeah. Don't give me six ounces. That. Give me 12. Yeah. And don't pull it full of ice. And, you know. Yes. It's like, well, it used to be annoying, but we would, um, as flight attendants, we would save all the stuff for the next flight, for the next crew, so that everyone could give a can. Because no one doesn't want to have a can. Everybody wants a can. That's all I want. Give me a can today, and I'm a happy man. Yeah. A little ice on the side. But uh, what's the most annoying thing? Well, no, Gail, um, I got another question. And you're our only caller, so you're getting all the time. Listen, we're talking to former flight attendant Gail. Ask Gail anything. Gail, what, I, I, have you seen a, uh, a, a medical episode happen on the flight where you had to suddenly become part-time doctor or nurse? I have been fairly lucky, but I think, um, can I say being like a psychiatric person? Sure. I've had people on the plane that were going to a funeral. Yeah, this is true. Mm. And it was their kid. Oh, and, dear Lord. Oh, I mean, they're crying there. Of course they are. And I think that's more traumatic. Um, I've been very lucky to not have too many uh, things, but I think that one, and I remember there's been a couple that um, I just feel so bad for these people. They're sitting on that plane for two hours, crying their eyes out. Oh, gosh. Their child has died. And I'm not a psychiatrist, but you know know what's going on. Oh, that's so (laughs) terrible. Gail, thank you for the call and just absolutely crushing the spirits of us and all of our listeners. <laughs> I mean, we just hit on some <clears throat> some stuff there. Now, do we have another caller? <laughs> we just had one come in here. You want to Yeah, just take it. Oh my gosh, right. we need to cleanse the palate here. <laughs> um, hi Gutentag, you're now on the radio. Who's this? Oh, I was going to have you ask the other lady. While she was up there. What's that? What was the question? I was going to ask you guys to ask the previous guest if she had seen a UFO while being up in the air. Oh, that's a oh, great yeah. question. Yeah, because a lot of times those those pilots, thank you for the call, a lot of times those pilots are, are have, feel like they've seen something, and they're, they've got quite a bird's-eye view of it. Who's to blame for how the Gale <laughs> situation went? Me. I don't know. I mean, it was. A, I didn't like that you were bringing up the recent... That that was a recent news story that the person there was a, another one yesterday. Oh no! In gosh, addition really? to the one that we heard, yes, yes. Oh, oh wow! And they had to turn around again. Sorry, I just you know, my bad. <sighs> <laughs> I love that Gail's talking to us as if she's talking to her next door neighbor, just like oh yeah, and then <laughs> no sense oh, of urgency. Man. Oh, Gail, but but then again, I kept jab- looking over. 
And I know you're looking like, hey, we're all out of time. And I thought, I don't see any other emails. I don't see any phone calls. So it really is. Aga, ask Gail anything. All right. Maybe we kill this segment. It's 11-11. That's my wish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your wish has come true. We'll take a break now. That was a journey. Uh, When we come back, we have got more show coming your way. What's next, Donna? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, Let's talk about Martin Scorsese. Oh, yeah. And his movies. So, Killers of the Flower Moon is out today in theaters. They rank the top 10 Scorsese films. We'll go through the rankings, but also we'll go around the horn. Have we seen these movies or not? We'll get into some Scorsese talk when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boy for my buddies over at Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. All sorts of things that are happening there right now. Well, let me tell you about a few. Uh, Let me go in reverse order. You know, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, they are doing improv comedy Friday and Saturday night. So if you need a little little comedy tonight, maybe it might might not be too late to get tickets. Uh, Improv comedy. This is clean comedy. It's based on audience suggestions. It's unpredictable. Improv comedy is so fun to watch. Scary to do. Very fun to watch. So go check that out. ChanhassonDT.com is where you get your tickets. Great concert series in the fireside at Chanhassen as well. Coming up, fan favorites, the fabulous Armadillos, the Wild Angels, the Michael Jackson Family Review, which I hear is just an insanely great show. Tributes to the Carpenters, Sting, and more. What about the main stage? Is it vacant? Absolutely not. How dare you? Jersey Boys is on stage now. The story of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Think of those songs from the Four Seasons. Oh, what a night. Sherry, can't take my eyes off of you. It is a wonderful show. ChanhassenDT.com. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I want to button up the segment that just happened before we move into our next segment. Okay. So we did Who's Listening Airline Industry People. <clears throat> so we we're hoping to hear from uh, flight attendants and, and pilots and things like that. And even air marshals, U.S. marshals, that'd be cool. Um, we got a call from one former flight attendant, Gail. She's a longtime listener of the show, and love we her. love Gail. Um, and Gail's always good for a story or ten, and she'll just she'll <laughs> talk to you, and it's great. And when you're, she's the only caller, it's great. But boy, we started with a really sad story about a gentleman who couldn't fit into the bathroom and ended up yeah. peeing all over the plane and had to leave in blankets. And then people having breakdowns because of their traveling after loss and grief, which is my worst nightmare to be notified that someone you know and love has passed away and you need to fly home to see them Mm -hmm. or, you know, to be there after the fact. What a what an awful trip that would be. But boy, we got like it got it got pretty heavy there pretty quick. And it reminded us, Mike, before you joined the show, this would have been about five years ago. (laughs) Donna and I started to do a segment of just like we're your helpline. Call us. Like, what do you got? Like, maybe we can help. What so, do you just, need? yeah, they call in, hey, you know, how do I avoid this? Boom. And we're just giving instant advice, right? Sure. And it was all going good. And everybody understood the assignment until one woman called in, clearly stressed out, and proceeded to describe to us a, a, a difficult situation where her son had had an affair with an in law. Oh. And then she like told us this story. Donna and I are looking at each other, eyes the size of dinner plates. <laughs> and then she's like, essentially, so what should I do? It was at that point that we took that segment out behind the barn. It <laughs> 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 said, we maybe can't do this anymore. Right. Yeah, it got was... a little out of hand. And so we, we hope that everything turned out well. I tried to offer some 
level of counsel in a, in the midst of a very difficult situation. But And I went running out the door. Very similar to when Gail started telling her third story. I look over. Donna is physically inside of her phone at that point, responding to text in an AI world now. She is a hologram. And I'm just getting more details from Gail. Yeah, it's a tough biz. <laughs> <laughs> what a throwaway line that is. All right. Um, I found a little ranking of Martin Scorsese movies. Okay. Killers of the Flower Moon is out. That's the movie that, as a team, we decided not to read for our book club. Lies. Hmm? Lies. <laughs> we all agreed to read it. I'm the only one who started it. And now the movie's out. You two are a disaster. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, we'll go through this list now of movies. I want you to know, anybody want to guess where Killers of the Flower Moon landed on this list? So uh, it's a ranking it's, of... It's a ranking of 10 Martin Scorsese movies. His best movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet it's really good. I would put it at number three. I don't... I mean, I think I've got the top three in my head because I'm a huge Scorsese fan. I'd say like seven, I don't know, six. Okay. Killers of the Flower Moon, the new Scorsese movie. Comes in at number 10. Oh. On on, on this unofficial list, which I have actively lost in the moment, so I'm trying desperately to find it. Closed out of the wrong window, and now I can't find it. But, Mike, give me what you think your top three would be, and we'll see how that jibes. A lot of people debate. Well, my favorite movie of all time is The Departed. Oh, Um, oh, yeah. So The Departed has to be up there. But then either uh, Goodfellas or Casino is always the one people are arguing. Didn't he do Raging Bull? He did Raging Bull as well, and Taxi Driver, and Gangs of New York. So there's a lot to choose from. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Gangs of New York does not make the top ten list. No way. Yeah. Wow. The number one movie on the list. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah. Wow. Came out 33 years ago. Mm. What, do I amuse you? Do do your Pesci. Because you always do the face well. (laughs) That's just my face. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. What am I, I, a clown? No, wait. Higher. What am I, a clown? What am I, a clown? (laughs) You you think that's funny? Yeah. (laughs) Am I a clown to you? <laughs> She's really hanging That's on the good, clown line. It's a good scene. Yeah, it is. Because a guy like Ray, oh my Ray Liotta's character is like... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like, oh God, oh God, is he going to shoot me? And we all feel that way as you're watching it. And you're just like, oh no, oh no, 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 too far, too far. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Goodfellas, good number one. Okay. Um, Mike's favorite movie, The Departed, came in at number two. Okay. Say The Departed, but with a Boston accent, go Donna. The Departed. Nice. Thank you. I just saw that movie recently. That was a that was a well, oh yeah, executed film. <laughs> no, I I wanted to say I like that there was like a cop infiltrating the mob right and then a mob guy mm-hmm. in the police force oh, dueling it was like moles. A, yes that would have yes. been the working title 
<laughs> Dueling. Anyway, that, that was a well done movie. All right, that came in at number two. And Rag- then everybody kicks it at the end. Donna. What? Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, Ragging Bull, number three okay. on the list. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Raging Bull. It's been a long, long time since I've seen that. And that came out shortly after, maybe a year or two after the first Rocky came out. So maybe boxing movies were big. Had a big moment right there. That's a good one. I'm going to go see that. I have a box set of his movies. How about, let me guess one. Let me guess one. The, this is according to the Hollywood Reporter, by the way. Is there one about the band? Um, he did like a documentary on the band. The band, the band. Okay. Is it on there? No. Okay, <laughs> okay never mind. He's uh, directed 27 movies, by the way, has Martin Scorsese. Goodfellas, number one. Departed, number two. Number three, Raging Bull. Wolf of Wall Street came oh, in yeah. at number four. So good. Casino I just watched was, that recently, Casino, right there. Next one. Casino's, next Casino's one. number five. Yeah. I remember liking, not loving that. I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street. Ooh. Haven't so seen Raging good. Bull. If you, you know, yeah. I was watching it recently and my sister-in-law was like, I forgot that Margot Robbie was in this. Oh, sure. Like, she was fantastic. Maybe I that. need, like, the TBS version of Wolf of Wall Street. That would be good for you. There is that a lot of swearing. <laughs> it's it's very, fair, yeah. Yeah, I know. He likes the, Scorsese is very known for... Dropping the F-bomb. You know, Mike, one time I was in a room with Martin Scorsese. Oh, for, really? For an extended period of time. Wow. This is embarrassing. I have she. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's secondhand embarrassment. And uh, he is afraid of flying. Okay. And so they got to talking a little bit about this. This was at the Visual Effects Awards uh, that was hosted by Patton Oswalt, who I think should host the Oscars someday. He was fantastic. But then I went over to Marty and told him about the online Overcome Your Fear of Flying course that I took. Ah. And I was just trying to help him. How did he react to that? I think he met it with kind indifference. Hmm. You know? Yeah, like, get out of here, kid. Yeah. Cool. The movie I was thinking about is called The Last Waltz. Uh, not on that list. Taxi Driver, number six, Age of Innocence, in at seven. The Irishman? Not The Irishman. Oh, not on there? Okay. No, Cape Fear came in at number That's eight. That's a great movie. Um, then there was a tie at number nine. The tie was After Hours... And the King of Comedy. Wow. Oh, the King of Comedy. That's Pillars of the Flower one. Moon rounded out the top ten. And again, that's <laughs> that's the top ten of twenty seven movies he's directed. Without Gangs of New York, without Shutter Island, without the Irishman, this guy's a genius. I thought yeah. Shutter that's Island was very good. Never the saw Aviator. That one. Oh, I've oh, never seen Aviator, the Aviator. That's a good one too. Yeah. You would like Shutter Island, Donna. Is Val Kilmer in that? I don't think so. Oh. Leo is. Wow, he likes his Leo, huh? He yes, likes his he Leo. Wow. He'd be a fun caricature to draw. Marty? Yeah. The eyebrows. Yep. You know it. We'll come back when we do. I think we've got a slow jam with DJ Clomp Lobster. That's next. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know, uh, talking about end-of-life stuff isn't the most uh, comfortable or pleasant conversation. Um, But it's a conversation I am glad that I've had with both of my parents. They both told me they would like to have a simple cremation when it's their time. In fact, my mom is already uh, prepaid, pre-planned with Lisa at Crescent Tide because uh, she's never wanted to have that big full-service funeral home type uh, fancy stodgy service she wants a simple cremation she wants her siblings and her kids and her grandkids go out to dinner and have a nice chat about her 
And uh, that's what's going to happen. Um, and the reason she wanted to pick Crescent Tide is because she heard it was the best price around. Simple cremation started at just $1,000. If you look at their uh, Google reviews, you'll see that people that had shopped around said that was the best price by about a third. And they're good people, too. Check them out today. It is a small family-run St. Paul business, Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Hi. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's that special time again. Time will be rock o'clock. Hello, party people. Party people in the house. Big stinky in the building? No. Well, because like yeah. seafood has a smell. Okay. All right. All right. That's cool. Donna, this might be my last time for a while. I am uh, going to be juror number, you know, 347. What? Uh, starting You're kidding Monday. me. Yeah, who knows? I mean, because how oh, many days you were you gone? Two or three? Um, so I was gone. I worked uh-huh. on a Tuesday. Okay. Then got called in right after I worked okay. my shift. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then you were back. The, the, it started the day I was... To report. So Rocco, you'll go in on the Monday yeah. and it, it's the it's the screening thing of like, do they call your number? And is this where I dress up like uh like Obi-Wan Kenobi or something? Yes. <laughs> yep. yep. Dismiss me immediately. Yeah, you always travel with a lightsaber. <laughs> no, I wanna be on the trial of the century. I wanna be one of those OJ Simpson jurors. Get that, a book like, deal. Yeah, just yeah, <laughs> totally. So we'll see. It's, Rocco's it's a great one high profile jury selection away from retirement. totally oh my god wait so no but to be clear for those of us who have never done it so is monday you just have to wait to see if they call your number or you have to go you have to call a phone number call sunday night at 6 30 yes and then i don't know i watched a video last night they did say no ripped jeans so i'll I'll work on that Mm. um I got a pretty easy way for you to get out of jury duty. <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh-huh. So anyways, um, this might Good be luck. my last segment for a while. Okay. Um, you guys didn't really say anything stupid this week as far as I know. Right? No. Getting better. Getting better. Um, so I decided, that why don't we just go back to the beginning and remember this segment right here on Fridays, we do the slow jam. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was called Drunk Donna and Stoner Steve. And I just found out today because I found, I think, what is the very first one. No way. Seriously? from like January of 2020. Oh, my gosh. It's pre-pandemic, like by a month. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Let's hear hear how much happier we sounded. Yeah. So I (laughs) forgot that we, the way we framed it at first was like an educational video or something. So... Uh, is this? Are there going to be j- just warning our listeners? Yeah. Are there going to be a lot of toking sounds and wine glass mm. sounds? There's going to be wine glass sounds. This is okay. how we framed it the first time, okay. <laughs> um, and then this is like from like mid January 2020. Here goes my talk educational training tape number four. BWI broadcasting while intoxicated. Okay. Do you have a problem with alcohol? Drunk Donna and sloshed Steve do. Oh my gosh, I remember. Do you know when to say when? Drunk Donna and sloshed Steve don't. I said Why there they are now. Hey there, Donna and Steve. Do you remember your show the other day? Where you tried to revive a terrible 90s commercial catchphrase? Sonny's back. We're bringing it back. You know what? Yeah. We can do this. We're too, bringing Sonny. back 
Uh, we decided a couple of days ago, Sonny, but when you weren't here, okay. that we're just bringing back Waza. We brought Gary back. We can do it with Waza. Gary back. We're doing it, man. Drunk Donna and Sloshed Steve. Don't be them. This has been My Talk Educational Tape Number Four, BWI, broadcasting while intoxicated. Don and Steve were not actually drunk. We just played back their podcast at half speed. Dude, it's fun. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I remember wow. virtually none of that. Same. Same. Wow. Wow. We were like high energy. <laughs> yeah. Even at half speed. Look at us now. We sounded higher energy than we sound now at full speed. Um, so that was like episode one. I feel like this one was maybe like 10 days later. This is late January 2020. Okay. And Did the uh, intro change? Did we change the, yeah. the theming? And uh, I don't know if we need to play the whole... Um, I might cut it off at some point, but uh, let's see how that sounded. When some people get drunk, they want to fight. Other people want to get frisky. Whipping out, yeah. When Whoa. Donna and Steve get... Excuse me. When... Drunk Donna and Slurry Steve, Stoner Steve, we're still kind of workshopping it. When Drunk Donna and Slurry Steve get overserved, they like to get on the radio and talk about feet. Tammy emails, subject my dog to killing me. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> Why must you keep discussing plantar fasciitis and all other ailments? Ailments. Now, my feet hurt more than they do on a regular basis. Is that what feet are called? Dogs? Yeah, my dogs are barking. All right. You've heard that before, certainly in your time. Have I? How dare you say in your time? Say rude. They just mean you. You know. It happened more than once. I don't have the G word. Mm. Although I do know people in my circles gout. with gout. I don't have gout. When in gout. <laughs> what do you have? I, I was thinking of like a keen uh, gout of the gout of the closet, maybe. When someone finally speaks about their gout. They also like to drunkenly talk about celebrity feet. I want to see his foot. I've seen his shoe before. Well, I don't know if it was a Planet Hollywood or something like that. I want to see his foot. His naked foot. Shaquille O'Neal's my guess. Yes. Oh, I Shaquille O'Neal's oh, naked foot. I bet foot. you could Google it right now. <laughs> I'll try it. I'll try it. All right, you do that. Google it right now. 
Well, the one with him walking on like Why the beach. Why are we talking about feet so much oh lately? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh wow! What? Oh my god! Are you seeing the one of his left foot where the pinky toe looks like it's essentially in the middle of a foot? Oh, my Hey, listen. Feet are not attractive, I don't care how you dress them up. I don't care what you do. Ain't nobody want to see that. Later, they moved on from athletes' feet. To rock star feet. We still talk about It's a homework feet. assignment. All right. Oh I want everybody to Google image. I'm doing it right now in real time. Steven Tyler's <laughs> feet. Uh-huh. Right now. Right now. Okay. Do it. Google image. Oh, my God. <gasps> Do you have that? If not, you're okay. Oh, my oh. gosh. It's okay, so things could be worse. Oh. <laughs> there it is. Wow. That was <sighs> something else, huh? <laughs> Look how much we've grown. Yeah. <laughs> we used to talk about weird asides, oh like feet and do deep dives. Not anymore. <laughs> oh. Maybe not as much. <laughs> I, in real time, oh no, did look at those two things, Shaq's feet Me and too. Steven Tyler's feet. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, there's a TMZ uh, posting about Shaq's feet. It's, it's kind of ugly. Man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Shaq's left pinky toe. Holy okay, crap. all right, all right. Rocco, you've really outdone yourself. Thank you. Well, yeah. next week, say something stupid. Donna, what made you feel the most uncomfortable during that? I sensed your discomfort as we listened back to it. You know, the. the Clunking and the, Clunking. And, the, and, the, and the we yeah we had to fully rebrand it because people are like hey you know some people are, are triggered by are triggered by it some people yeah they're recovering all that stuff and then we, we started hearing and by the way disrespect. oh we no just, we didn't yeah. no we just thought it was sort of what it sounded like but then after that if you thought that was offensive Rocco weeks later and added like a lot of almost like Middle Eastern flute sounds, as I recall. (laughs) And a lot of like hookah sounds were very, very prevalent. (laughs) And then we turned it down to just, what do we call it now? Slow jam. That's right. It's the slow jam, man. And we still get complaints. Yeah, we do. Fine. We do. We tried to kill it, but they wouldn't let us. It's true. The people wouldn't let us, man. Yeah, the people spoke. They said nay. Um, Donna, any advice for your potential juror counterpart? Um, yeah, don't try to get out of it. It's a very rewarding experience. I'm looking forward to it. You're you going to feel lunch? you can, or they break for lunch. Okay. They break. What do you, you mean? You get to go out to a restaurant, or do they you, bring you in Quiznos? Both. I mean, if you're in deliberations, they're bringing you food. If you're not, then you're breaking for lunch, but you're not allowed to talk about it. The case. And people try to, you know, people will be like, how about that guy? And I'm like, stop talking to me. No, <laughs> la, 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 la. Because huh. you could report them. And you can't have your phone. Rocco, I have an idea. So At least you couldn't in my courtroom. Oh, like in the courtroom. But You then... have to leave it with like in a locked room. Don't say in my courtroom, <laughs> Your Honor. Okay. Oh, I meant 
in my experience, you couldn't have. But I'm not sure that's everyone's experience. Here's how Rocco could organically. Uh, here's how I could see him getting out of it. That's your civic it. duty. It's your civic duty. And you feel you never feel like more American, you know, hmm. than when you send someone to prison. All right. Here's, <laughs> here's my thinking. Rocco. Well, in our case, we let the guy go. Oh, something that would be organic. So you wouldn't intentionally be trying to get out of it. But if you wore any and all of your lobster paraphernalia, <laughs> I'm talking your clomp, clomp, yes. flip flops, your all of it. You got little clompers on, and I'm sure it'll be a little chilly on Monday. You have those little pinches. Pull Did those you... off right before. Pull your pincers off before you go up to the judge. Did you guys watch Jury Duty? Mm-hmm. The, the you, Amazon was, Freebie show. I watched yes. like one of them. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. It was really great. It made me a little uncomfortable. I don't like those like prank show type things. But I it I turned out really great okay. though. In the end, I mean. How it ended could not have been oh, greater. Yeah. yeah, the guy who was getting pranked came out as just a hero. He was everyone Ronald. loved him. But um, one guy had like a chair attached to him because he was like some weird inventor, and people were just so so supportive of him. Yes, you know, like he actually had a chair taped to his body. Okay, yeah. So Clompy, if you go in with your pincers and your lobster <laughs> slides, you'll yeah, be loved and accepted. <laughs> It'll be great. You'll make friends. Maybe it's get like, like long, um, like a headband, forever. a headband with yeah. those long lobster eyeballs. <laughs> 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 I can't wait. All right, keep it. I right, want good. daily updates via I'll text. Okay. Know. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye now. That's DJ Rock Lobster. We'll find Alrighty. out if he becomes a juror. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. When did, we come back, did, did you, you see the worst, worst guess, guess in the in history? Weirdo- of Wheel of Fortune, one letter was missing. One. One letter, and the guy got it wrong. We'll discuss, and we'll find out what the soup is, too. When we, I'm right back on my talk. It's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss plan, where I lost about uh, 25, 30 pounds in just two months, and I'm keeping it off. I'm seven months into this, and I'm uh, pretty much right where I was after those first 60 days of the reduction phase, so... Thanks, MNFatLoss.com. I've been reading uh, testimonials from listeners like EC, who said, I lost 25 pounds with a 60-day program. My main concern about starting the program was that I would uh, be hungry throughout the day. This was not the case. The plan boasts that you will lose 10% of your body weight within 60 days of sticking to the program. That was the case for me. I am a working mom of three kids under five years old. If I can do it, anyone can do it. I'll say the same thing. If I can do it, you can do it. Thanks, EC. Here's the deal. It all starts with a free consultation at mnfatloss.com. And you don't even need to go in in person. You can do it over the phone. So go to mnfatloss.com, get that free consultation, and tell them Rocco sent you. Final stretch of the Donna and the Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, Steve. He's still watching um, Only Murders in the Building? I have watched the first episode and have not watched another one. Why is that? (sighs) Sometimes Lou and I are in sync on watching shows together, and other times we are out of sync. And this is an out-of-sync time. Okay. I understand. Sorry I blew up. Plus I have a scab on my leg. Well, that's... Going to be a problem, I guess. Do you know scabs end up getting... It's been a while since I've had a scab. Scabs end up getting really itchy. Look at my scab. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, and you've got like the road rash. Yeah, it's like a rug, rug burn kind of a... Yeah, thing. so you've got a million tiny little scabs. I, which I want to... Well, Freddy if you pick Kruger them off, thing. listen, you're just going to get more scabs. Because they're going to scab over again. Why are we talking about scabs? What you're a weird, disgusting. You're gross. You are... <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a slow jam near you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so did you see this Wheel of Fortune story? This, I love. (laughs) I love when these happen. Love bad Wheel of Fortune guesses. Me too. Um, I think this was a celebrity edition because Rashad Jennings, who played seven seasons in the NFL for the New York football giants, he also won season 24 of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, He was on Wheel of Fortune. The... (laughs) Listen, the answer was driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino. That's what it was supposed to be. So here, I'm going to read you all of the letters that were in it. (laughs) Driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino. Is there an... So the only letter missing... Is the letter Q. Okay. There's even a U right after it. (laughs) <laughs> Again, it's driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino. Oh, it's no. rhyme time. And here was what Rashad Jennings guessed. I wish I could help. I really do. But if why you can buy some time by spinning the wheel. I'm going to spin it. Yeah. yeah. He's spinning. He's spinning. What did he say? He guessed that it might be driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) Maybe he's just not a movie guy. Maybe Maybe not. Maybe it's a blind spot. Maybe. And and I get it. You freeze up there. Everything's easier from the couch. But if you know Quentin Tarantino, I mean, the only thing that I ever know to go with Tarantino is Quentin. Correct. I've never heard the name Quentin. I've never heard of another Tarantino. You don't know Paul Tarantino, do you? You're from Jersey. Maybe you do. I don't know Paul Tarantino. Clinton's the only Tarantino we know. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Sorry about that, dude. Anyway, I thought it was funny. Like, they're giving it to you. Oh. Anyway, he won season 24 of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. So. Can't take that away from him. You sure can't, Steve. You sure can't. There was a guy who once guessed. Ace of Kidneys on... Um, Ace of Kidneys. Ace of Kidneys. I'm trying to remember what it actually was, though. This was on Wheel of Fortune. And he did it, I think, with some gusto. I'd like to solve Ace of Kidneys. <laughs> what was the answer? I gotta find it. I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, this was <laughs> sent to me a while ago. Kidneys. I don't know if it's on the... I'm looking at like a top 15 list right now. Of worst guesses? Yes. Oh my yeah, God, I love it. Was, it. Oh man, I can't find it. Darn it! Oh, anyway. Steve, what a bummer! But it's fun when you; those are just funny. And watching Pat—is he going to keep his cool? Is he just going to laugh it off? Is he going to make a comment? Yeah, it's funny. I love it. Do you want to find out what the soup is? Yeah, I'm kind of hungry. All right, come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh no, it can't be. The puzzle was an act of kindness, and he went an ace of kidneys. (laughs) 
cafeteria, please leave a message. Oh, come oh, on, whatever. Brian. Leave a message at the Go tone. Buzz off. He'll call back. You may hang up. Yeah, just or hang up. He's going to call back. But imagine, what's great about that Wheel of Fortune guess is he saw some of the letters there. <laughs> Again, the, the actual puzzle was an ace, an, excuse me, an act of kindness. But he was like, uh, light bulb. I think I got it. I'll solve. <laughs> an ace of kidneys. You know the old saying? <laughs> fantastic oh gosh oh man what a journey huh i'd love to be on a game show i don't think i'll ever be on a game show because i'm just you should host a game show i'd love to do that he's our game show guy too. i wouldn't get mad at that'd be amazing love it yeah i found another one oh you did great <laughs> uh it was a group of well-wishers and somebody said i'll solve a group of pill pushers <laughs> Amazing! It really is best when they choose to solve. Like Rashad Jennings for a trip to Reno with Pint and Tarantino, he was forced into it. He had to guess, but when there, when it's preceded by a moment of confidence, is really the best. How about this one? They don't have the video for it, but the correct answer was at my wits' end. They said, "No, no, I'll solve at my cat's end." <laughs> so good. Those are great. Oh, I love it. Donna. I'm very bad at Wheel of Fortune. I, I don't think I've ever solved a puzzle ever. Oh, stop I'm it. I'm not kidding. I'm bad. Oh, my gosh. I want to watch a show with you. We could just play Hangman right after this show. Wow, you're real bad at that. How are you at Jeopardy? What's your average number? I'm if you okay. watch a full episode of Jeopardy, how many do you get? Uh, four. That's Yeah, I feel like yeah. around four. I feel like if I get six, I'm in a real good space. Depends on the category. You know, if it's like, I don't know, Greek mythology. Oh, I know, no. like... Loki, and that's it. That's Norse mythology, I believe. Oh, oops. <laughs> that's right. He's the Norse god of mischief. That's it. That's all I know. You do better in, like, things that rhyme with blue. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is clue? Or music. I'll do, I'll do well with music. Geography, we all know. That ain't great. Not great I'm for us. I'm still practicing. That's awesome. Thanks, Steve. It's MEA weekend, everybody. Enjoy. Do something fun. Yeah, my Get daughter's my daughter's going to um like sleepaway camp with her friend over the weekend. What's that? I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but like you know, camp where you sleep over and your parents aren't there. Okay, so it's a camp, like a physical camp, not going to her friend's house. Yes, she's going with a friend to a camp, but it'll sure. be her first time, like at a on a camp, an experience like that away from us. Got yeah. it. Aw, that's sweet. So, yeah, so we'll have three of our four with us this weekend. And um, I don't know. I'm in the mood for a hoagie today. I will say that. All right. Hey, Brad. I mean, Bradley gets I here mean, at geez. like four in the morning, and uh, then he honestly, just mouth breathes outside of the studio. Like, listen, they do get here really early. They are the Donnie Loves. They do this in honor. The spirit of Donnie Love, it's like the Olympic torch. It will never go out. <laughs> and once they leave, someone else will come in and burn the early morning oil. They're here of before we're Donnie here. Donnie Love. Right. This is again. This is just. It's an unspoken thing. Someone has to. Are you to prepping do it. for your show the whole time? Yeah, we had to um, put our paranormal video up today. Okay, so that took what six hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this show better be real good. Right. Look. Better be a masterpiece. Look. Are you shaming us for doing work? Yes. Just for inefficiently working, not doing work. We think you guys are great. Yeah. Let's you're leave you're now, my favorite Donna. show, actually. Let's leave. All right. We're taking Donna, off. what about our show? Oh, ours is... Uh... Middle of the pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a great bye, weekend. Bye.
Hi.